Blog Talk Radio. Chatting the Sherry is presented by the writers and illustrators of the future. They are providing a means for new and budding writers to have a chance for their creative efforts to be seen and acknowledged. Welcome to Chatting with Sherry. I'm very excited to welcome back the diverse and talented actor, Travis McCann. He is best known as Bird in Miss Fisher, uh, Murder Mysteries. He's also got a part in Miss Fisher and The Crypteers. But he's been doing a lot of shows for a long time. He did Last Man Standing, Good Guys, Bad Guys, uh, 39th Battalion. And his latest show is called Rams, which looks really cool. This is a recorded show, so please don't call in. Here's Travis. Hi, Travis. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Sherry. Nice to talk to you again. It's been a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We'll have to. We can have a little laugh about it, can't we? What uh, three years just got away from us? Yeah. I mean, just like poof, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. Um. I. I know I'm not allowed to give anything away, but it's pretty well known you are in the Miss Fisher movie. I know it's a small bit, but are you excited about that? Well, I I am excited because there are so many people that um, you know have a great fondness for the series and and to um, for everyone involved to take it to the next level and and uh, and do a movie. I, I'm really you know excited for everyone that gets to just sort of enter back into that world and. And 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 see what we've all created. And yes, the um, the core Melbourne cast just pop up for a, for a scene because most of the film is is set in in uh, in different parts around the world. So it was nice to be able to come in and do a scene with the old regulars, and we 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 had a great day shooting and and, and a lot of laughs. And and uh, yeah, it's um it's not a big scene, but we made it into the movie, so uh, we're we're all happy about that. I have seen the movie. I went to the Palm Springs Film Festival, and you were all wonderful. Um, do you have any behind-the-scenes things that you – any cute story that you ha- that happened while you were together? Well, it, it was just a – just just as I said, there was a lot of laughs. I mean, it was a – it was a night shoot and it was and it was and it was rainy and uh, we were just standing around some gas heaters and 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 just sort of um reminiscing a little bit because it's been a couple of years i guess since we've uh, been on set with season 3 and and uh, just such good people and a good crew and and to be, to be working on a show that's that's was, was is and well received um it was just it was just a good feeling to be back and and um and uh, yeah, have a, have a few laughs again I think that's really cool. I mean, uh, it's 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 always it's like a reunion, right? To see people you haven't seen in three years. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's right. I mean, I catch up with Anthony uh, um, when I'm when I'm in Melbourne, uh, who plays Cess, and um, you know, so we always we try and catch up and and you know, and tell some stories and have a laugh because um, you know you end up in different parts of the country or chasing work over in the States. Um, everyone's sort of all over the place. So to get us all together and, and back in that world and to pull the, pull the old hat on and uh, roll a little cigarette there, and, and it was just, uh, you know, it was, it was just a good feeling to go to enter back into the world. How did it feel to play Bird again? Well, oh, great. It was just like... it's. 
it's sort of strange. You get into the make uh, the the costume truck and just pull it back on, and it feels so familiar because you you know those many days over three seasons where you where you pull that costume on and you're a little bit apprehensive because it's the time has passed and you go oh will it be the same will it be believable have I changed a lot and um you know without sitting there and watching old apps and trying to mimic it or anything you just but you just pull it on and it just feels like a a very well-worn part of yourself once you look at yourself in the mirror with a with a costume on and you get around the world again, it it's it, um it very quickly comes comes back to you. That's really cool. So um so the people that you haven't seen other than Anthony, um did you like chat and any catching up and everything like that with everybody else? Oh, oh for sure. Oh for sure. Um yeah, uh, well, obviously Essie, Essie was there for the scene, and no, no, Essie wasn't there for the for the for that scene, but she'd worked earlier in the day on another scene because you know we cut back to Melbourne uh, in the movie. But um, you know, Hugo and 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 Ashley were were uh, were in our scene, so it was good to see them and have them around and. And then um, I was in Melbourne for a cast and crew screening pre the opening. So, um, you know, a lot of the Melbourne crew were were there for that night so we could watch the movie and, and have a couple of beers, which was which was great also because you don't get to see everyone when you turn up for a particular scene when it's a long day and they've and they've shot other stuff. So it was it was um between the two dates of uh, shooting and then going to the cast and crew, it was a, it was a great reunion. Um, mm-hmm. I know you've been busy doing other stuff. Um, uh, are you, you, you've been doing like TV shows and movies and stuff like that. You want to chat about that and tell us about it? Yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, well since since the end of the series, I've, I've worked on uh, a few movie projects and. Um, one that was due for release, well, was rumoured to be releasing end of May, but I, I'm not sure um, whether that's going to be pushed back in terms of the current circumstances. But um, that that is called Rams, and um, that was shot in uh, South Western Australia, and um, it's it's the story. Uh, I guess it's it's a story about two brothers who have had a, a, a long, long feuding brothers who are sheep farmers. And um, I guess it's it's the story of, about um, them, how they deal with that after a disaster sort of strikes the, the local community in regards to uh, the flocks of sheep. And um, it centres also around some, um, you know, all the boys that uh, are the sheep farmers take particular pride in their in their rams, and they have a a ram show each year and. Uh, so it, it's 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 a good family story about uh, yeah I guess um, groups of sheep farmers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's yeah. really interesting because it's like an era area that people don't know about, um, yep. and also it's about family, which everybody knows about. <laughs> yeah, well that that's right, and um, it was it was. It was it was nice getting to a to a different part of Australia, which I hadn't been to for a long time down in the southwest, which is beautiful. And the local community really took us in and looked after us there around a place called Mount Barker, and uh, worked with some worked with some great people and and got to see another part of the country. So you can um, you can never complain when you when you're offered 
those sort of opportunities. It's one of the one of the things I love about working in this industry. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Um, is it is it set in this era or is it in a different time period? Uh, no, no, it's it's it, it's a contemporary story. Yeah, it's oh. it's, it's a contemporary story. So, um, yeah. yeah. I think I still had a hat on, but of a different era. It was like I went to cap this time. <laughs> well, you have got to have a hat. Uh, yeah, the costume saw fit to put a hat on me, I think, because my hair was so wild. A yeah, very different look to Bert. It's just a lot longer. So I mean, we've got to control that, that, that mop. So let's give him, give him a cap, that sheep farmer. <laughs> I just, I think it's funny. Um, are you the type of actor who works the outside in, like your clothes help you create your character, or do you do a combination of like pre-work and then the clothes help bring it even further along? Yeah, well, definitely the pre-work and and um, probably the inside. Really, it's a, it's a slow process as soon as you. Um, start looking into the world, the time you're going to be you're going to be trying to um, portray a character from, and and I uh, just spend a lot of time with the script, lots of reads of the script, and let it sort of organically, slowly, sort of infuse to some sort of feel, because quite often the the costume part can be um, quite very late in the process. You come in, you know, you've had, you know, you're going to do the job along. To, uh, hopefully, it's not always the case. Sometimes you can be called up and be, you know, heading on to set a few days later. Um, so all, all the rhythms are different and you just tend to do the best you can with, with, with what you're presented with. But um, I definitely like to spend a lot of time with the script before uh, going and playing dress-up, so to speak. <laughs> I, I just yeah. I love hearing how the different techniques of acting are, you know, how people get into their characters. I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah it is. And I'm, I think... When it comes down to it, it's just it's just finding a way to believe it yourself, and um, and everyone needs to do that differently. Because once when you're set up, and you can be under under a little bit of pressure sometimes. I mean, not the sort of pressure that you know real world pressures that that a lot of people have to face. We're still playing dress ups, but um, as as the day gets on, and there's a lot of people around, and and time's running out, you, you you've got to come up with what you've prepared. So uh yeah i don't know you just you you find a way to believe it and then hopefully that transforms to what's recorded and is enjoyable for people that they get to watch the finished product it's really um it's really cool to uh see the different characters person like when you're a good guy in one movie and you're a bad guy in another or you're a mm -hmm. totally different type of character in a third and it's the same actor and it's the chameleon type uh thing that happens like like essie she's perfect at that she's just such a chameleon yeah. um yeah. how do you how do you do that do you have a way do you have a um, a, a method well, there's, 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 I don't think there's a there's a particular way or method. I think it's just like so, some jobs, you just, you, I guess you trust your your instinct, a combination combination of your instinct and your and your intellect to work out how best to approach um, approach a project in order for for not only myself to believe it, but for you to believe it. 
So it can be very different, and some of the some of the ways, uh, yeah, there can be. It's 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 just different for every job, I guess. It's what I'm what I'm trying to say. I mean, um, in a recent uh, shoot on it for a television show back in Australia called Informer Thirty Eight Thirty Eight, um, I play a guy that's inside who's been put away for for very bad things, and. Um, this story is about a um, a barrister, a criminal barrister turned police informant that is was a true story in Australia, and it's um, getting a lot of press heat at the moment because a lot of the stories are coming out and who was who okayed that to uh, turn a, turn a barrister into a police informant. Anyway, so I had to do a, a few scenes of this guy who's been let out from you know his cell and he's done some terrible things and you know, I sit down with that script and go well how do I wrap my head around that and <laughs> to be to be honest I, I don't really know how I did it you just spend time with the script and by yourself and you you find you find a way in yeah that's really I think that's really just uh, part, part of being an artist and, and 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 having a yeah and having a having an it's it's all about the imagination I mean, you're still playing dress-ups. You just—it's about imagining. But when you're a kid, playing with lots, of, lots of toys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's interesting, yeah. isn't it, how a movie or a TV show can ignite a conversation over something that happened, even if it was like ten or twenty years ago. It, it just like. Um, there was a movie of uh, the uh, uh, I think it was a cable movie that uh, was about a scandal here in the states, and mm-hmm. it just started all the controversy all over again about it. Um, right. It, it's really it's like the art it is reflecting reality, and then reality is reflecting the art. It's just interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's 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 nice to to be able, I think, for um, production companies. Well, it's fantastic to be able to take on these projects and and explore it and and allow people that mightn't have spent the time to, to read and possibly learn about um, certain events to are given the opportunity to um, uh, spend time with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think it's um, it's really really interesting. Uh, uh, is this something that might be like shown in the states, like Acorn or, or Brit TV or one of those streaming services or something that we may get to see? Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm hope, hoping for for the for some of these projects to to um, be shown over here. I mean, Rams should be on a on a fairly on a fairly wide release. Um, but as I said, we've, we we don't even really know dates, so I don't know much about yeah. distribution or anything. And and that's you know I'm not I'm, I've just been hired as an actor for for these projects. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But I I hope we can get some distribution over here. Um, there's another couple of film projects that I've worked on since the the show. One um, called uh, How Do You Know Chris. Which is a which is a movie about uh, um, the character of Chris Black. He throws a party, um, so it's a it's a small film set in 
predominantly just his place, but there are a lot of people from his past that he hasn't seen in a long time. And he 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 invites a party, doesn't show up for a long time, and and um, no one knows really why they they're there. And uh, it was a another a project where uh, I just got to spend some time with some some good people, and we all got to get together in a house and make a movie, which you, as I said earlier, I really, um, I mean, I just love the opportunity when they come up to, to, to get creative with a, with a group of people and try and tell a story. It's called, how do you know Chris? Because nobody knows how do you each know... other. Is that... Yeah. How do you know Chris? Yeah. No one knows each other and, and we're at a party. He's not there yet. He eventually shows up and, and I guess it's a, it's a look at, uh, how and why everyone is connected to him as we talk to each other. It's uh yeah, it's an interesting movie. My natural curiosity. Is it like a yeah. is it like a mystery or is it just like a social thing or uh, how would yeah, you describe it, it? Yeah, I would I would um somewhere in between sort of it's a sort of drama sort of mystery, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. it sounds sort of like a mystery because nobody knows why you're there and he's he's going to make an announcement. And oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not far off actually. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those films also that's hard to talk about because you don't you can't go too far into it because you'll you'll you'll, you'll give it away. So, right. um but but yeah, you're not you yeah, you're you're on the right track there with that sort of mystery of why are we here and what do you want to talk to us about and you know. So, cool. uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good little project, and had a great time with that crew. So, and looking forward to hopefully working with those guys again. Um, and one one other project I'd like to talk about it with an old friend who I um, uh, went to university with in in Wollongong. Oh, and, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I went to uh, went to Brisbane and worked on a project with him. Um, uh, a movie called, uh, well, it's I think it's going to be called uh, Mile Creek, The Day of Justice. And this is some pretty heavy material. And um, there was a, a massacre back in 1838 in northern New South Wales, Australia, where uh, colonists uh, murdered 28 unarmed Indigenous Australians. Oh, how horrible. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, uh my uh, my friend Brad has is um putting together at the moment in post production a movie about this about this massacre and um the story of it is it's the first time that indigenous australians back in the 1800s in australia uh had legal representation and so it's a, the story of really obviously the obviously the massacre and and then the uh two trials that came after this massacre and um in that project i played uh john plunkett who uh prosecuting the colonists at the time oh. so so you get to play a prosecutor yeah. how cool yeah yeah so yeah that was uh it was an uh, it was another another project it, obviously great to spend time with people who wanted to come on board and were passionate about talking about this sort of story, and um, yeah, play a play a prosecutor. It's um, 
yeah, just one of those jobs you feel fortunate and uh, to be a part of and to also to to get these sort of stories out there. You know. Did you do a lot of research into both the uh, gentleman who was the actual real prosecutor and the actual massacre itself? Uh, look, I did. Yeah, I did as much as I could. It all happened very quickly. We thought we were, uh, was going to be working on him on a different projects that he that he hopes that he hopes to be shooting sometime in the future, and then it all changed. This script came up, and um, uh, and he had the idea of me playing the prosecutor. And before I knew it, I was on a plane to Brisbane. Um, but yeah, wow. I, 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 got, I got yeah, I got into it as much as I could. You 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 know, you look at the time you have before you're shooting and. And you, you you answer you answer the questions that come to mind within yourself in regards to playing this. Um, yeah, but um, it was a a great character to to um, to get to get inside of. Um, you know, he was a he, he was a man very driven by fighting for equality back then. John Plunkett on on many levels. Yeah, he was. That's uh, would it be a spoiler to ask about the guy himself, the prosecutor, what kind of a person he was? You just answered it before I could ask you. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he, he had the fight in him and the group that um, uh, that, that that got together. Um, the, uh, the the main character in the movie was named uh, Denny Day, and he was a he was a policeman who. Um, who really fought for this, and then John came and worked with uh, the, the policeman Danny Day, who um, those two um, took down. Well, went up against a, a very the notion of representing Indigenous Australians back in 1838 against colonists was very unpopular. So um, they didn't have an easy time of it. You know, it would be the same threatened. here. <laughs> It would be yeah. the same here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, an, uh, an important story, but um, he's in post with that, trying to trying to finish that that movie off, and hopefully, um, hopefully we we all turn a corner during this year, and we can get back to some projects being released. Yeah, what do you think about the? I was I I wanted to ask you because you live part of the year here in the U.S. What do you think about, you know, how it's what being handled about the, you know, I'm in California, so we're actually in lockdown already. Um, right now the virus is, It's. do you know that there hasn't been this kind of response since World War II internationally? Mm. The, the virus actually is almost equal to a world war. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and look, we're. I think we're all just taking it in, and it's. A, it you know, you can look at the news four or five hours later and, and see the figures and and how everything's changing. Look, I, I, I think, and you bring up the response after you, you know being compared to the Second World War. I think we all need to, um, you know, I guess look for look for some real information <laughs> for a start. Yeah. And, yeah. And, real um, stuff. Which, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of disinformation out there, and and and, and that's and that's troubling. And 
saddening in ways. Um, and people have got their own reasons for that. But um, mm. if we look at it, if we talk about it on a on a human level, and and uh, and the possibility of 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 any human, but not not just you know our our close ones and family who who could be affected by this, and we don't know. There's not enough information about the virus. Like some people can be asymptomatic and um, have it and and feel fine, and others it can have devastating consequences too. So, as a as a group of people, humans, but people in a country at a time, you know, I, I just see we we just sort of have one choice, and that is, I guess, to take it seriously and um, listen to listen to the experts and 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 really cut down our and self isolate cut down our our interactions with other peoples to 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 give authorities scientists a chance to catch up and um you know we i guess that's how well, i see it we just there's also a 12 day incubation uh, incubation period on top of right. that some people show symptoms and some people don't so some people might have it and and it might be in the incubation period, and people don't realize that they have it. So I think that's why this response of isolation is being promoted is because a lot of people don't even know they have it. That's right. And um, we're, we're we're very very behind over here in the states at the moment. To um, Europe, obviously Italy, who I don't I haven't really looked like I think it was well I know they've lost a lot of people in the last 24 hours yeah just in the last day so um, and getting back to that information and that information is out there and, and going well hang on so people let's let's take this seriously here because I think there's a lot of people that still aren't yeah um, I mean you want to distract yourself, but don't distract yourself so much you don't listen to what's going on around you. That that's right. I mean, it's it's it's, it's not 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 going to be forever, and um, no. and and, that, and that's how and that's how we all do this thing together and work with each other to move forward, giving giving um, you know the health professionals. I mean, who are they're the front line, the health professionals. Yep. yep. Time, so they're not they're not overwhelmed. I mean, like if we can't just self isolate for a bit to to um, to help them, the ones that are suiting up and and helping people, then you know I think that's that's just not very fair, is it? No, and 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 although it's inconvenient and it's not pleasant, but it's also really important. You know, yeah to try to protect each other and uh, help the medical people to do what they do. I, I mean, right. you know, like you said, they're going to be suiting up in hazmat suits and all that, and I feel bad for them because those are horrible things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must be... Well, I, can't, I can't imagine what it would be, be like to, 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 to be on the, on the front line working. And we don't, we don't know how bad it's going to get yet, so... So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just say right now a thank you to all the health professionals all around the world that are putting themselves on the line and 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 doing what they can for everyone. Me too. 
Yeah. Um, this has been a hell of a year. I mean, uh, the bushfires in Australia, uh, all the animals that are now endangered because of it. Um, oh, yeah. You must be yeah, devastated. I mean, I'm devastated. Yeah. I'm not Australian. You must be really devastated. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't long ago we were just, yeah, working out how to pe- how to get people out of towns before they burnt. Yeah, we, yeah that was... Yeah, that was a really hard time, and I, I was over there for a little bit, and then I was over here, which was, which was hard as well to be a long way from home when, when, when a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people were going through that back home, and then all of a sudden, as you say, we're we're in, we're in a, a totally, a totally different time with this virus. It's, so. it's so horrible. I mean, and Australia has the most amazing incredible animals and you know with kangaroos and koalas even your spiders who i'm not crazy about they're unique and they're important (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we got lots of them (laughs) (laughs) but uh, the koala bears are really endangered now and the kangaroos are endangered and it's really scary Mm. Yeah. So I, donate to that to help if you can, if you can afford it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the people, absolutely. of course, who lost their homes too—that's devastating. Yeah, it is. It's it's hard times. Hard times for a lot of people. For a lot of people this year. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about it. We just um. We do our best and try and look after look after everyone we can, open our hearts to them. Yeah. Um, mm. Two more pleasant uh, things. Um, do you have anything coming up that you would like to talk about? Any projects, even if it's delayed because of the virus and stuff? Do you have anything that's coming up that you can talk about? <laughs> uh, well, look, there's, there's, there's definitely... Um, a couple of projects with some directors back home, a couple of films that um, I have been approached about, but we we don't know what's going on there and where where they're at in terms of the uh, fundraising for those with the current uh, shutdown of the entertainment industry. We, I sort of don't know really what's going to happen there. Um, what what has been raised and and what sort of time frame where that where that money sits for those projects we it, it's hard to know how this is all going to play out how how long it's how long it's going to play out and how long till we be back on on i guess on set doing doing work um God, I hope it's not a so, long time <sighs> yeah yeah me too so um yes there's definitely a couple of projects and and aside from that, the oncoming auditions come up out of nowhere and you go, well, I'd like to do that. And, you know, you wake up and you've got an audition to prepare. But, yeah, outside of that, I've started... Uh, I've just... I've started work on a project at home. I've started writing. So challenged myself... Oh, great. We, yeah, I won't be going off to work anytime soon. So I've, 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 I've started writing a script at home. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Not, not really ready to talk about it yet because it's, it's new to me, but, um, hopefully have a first draft in, in a couple of months. 
Well, n- not talking about the actual idea. How? What do you think about writing a script? Have you done that before? Is is this the first time, or have you uh, have you uh, stretched your writing muscles before? Not something original. I did um, have a crack at a, an adaption of a novel um, a little a while, cool. a while ago now. Yeah, and um, but it didn't go so far as getting in the trenches and trying to raise the money to do the film. I'm still very interested in 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 possibly making that film. But uh, and I it did have discussions with the writer and, and it was okay to have the rights. But that's sort of sitting there. I, I, I sort of had a crack at that. And but I had this idea recently and went, well why don't you just just start writing? You've spent a lot of time on sets and in this world you should be able to put something together that at least in its initial form, um, if it's a good idea, uh, hopefully will inspire a bit of sort of, I guess, excitement in some other people that might want to come on board. You know, it's just getting, I think it's just getting that idea down in its rawness first off, and then I'll show it to some people and go, okay, you know, uh, what do we think? Can we sort of get together and start trying to raise some funds to make this? That's really cool. What did you think about? What do you think about um, uh, going in a? I mean, we're, we're creative people. Every humans are creative, and there's all different mm-hmm. kinds of extensions of creativity. And you work on your acting creativity, but now you're working on your writing creativity. It's a different muscle. Uh, do you mm-hmm. did you need any help, or is it something that comes naturally? Look, until someone reads it, I won't know. I won't know. I think um, uh, it's it's many different muscles. I mean, you get you get so single-minded almost about a, an acting sort of research job about trying to make this character believable. Of course, you've got to branch out into his history and and um, you know and pull a lot of sort of different areas in so you believe it and everyone else believes it, but. Sitting down and and writing, it's like you you you've written a scene because oh you know you're writing something that maybe I might play one of the roles and you go oh I haven't looked after that character for a bit, and you just you're trying to look after everyone so you know a big part of it for me is if I want to write something I want to, at, the, at the moment I, I'm drawn to writing something that's um, you know everyone has a good time and not not a not a heavy story, um, and I think so, we need that in the uh, world. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's right, and and so and then I'm thinking about it like about the other actors. I don't just want it to be too centric around one or two characters. It's like well, I want to give I give great scenes to anyone that works on it. You know, I think that's cool. I think that's great. Anything mm. that stretches mm. the muscles of creativity is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And then more, the more I sort of live like that and, and stretch creatively, um, yeah, I, I do feel a lot better. It's, it's it's an important part of living, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we're coming to the end. I um, <clears throat> I know that you're not really into social media. Is there any social media that you have? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've thought about it. After, as I start trying to get up a movie and stuff, I thought get some social media. Um, look, I don't. I don't have any social media. I must be. I must be one of the few. Um, but at this stage, I don't. So <laughs> there's the answer to your question. 
I always ask for the social media, but I remember you don't have any social media, so I just thought maybe I'd ask if any popped up now. <laughs> yeah, it's like that thing of time just got away. I mean, it came up, and I remember when it, um, social media just started, and I was working a lot on television back in Australia, and, and I went, oh, oh I've got a, I'm on TV every week at the moment. I think I'm not going to get social media at the moment. I don't need that. There's enough. There's enough. It's enough. It's socially enough. You know, I just went out for a beer and people would want to talk. So um, <laughs> I remember how it started that I didn't get it. And um, and then all of a sudden, it's like, that was a long time ago. And I'm like, oh, well, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought I'd ask. Um, yeah. Uh, you never know. You could have, like, gotten the... Facebook account or a Twitter account just to stretch your muscle, but you know it's cool. I mean, that's I, that's. I fun. think. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, look, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit interested in it. You know, I just thought uh, I'll just get through this script, and then um, and then uh, who knows, I might dip my toe in. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Let me know when you do. Yeah, yeah I will do. <laughs> will do, Sherry. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for uh, taking the time out to coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I missed you. It's really nice to chat with you. Yeah, nice to chat with you, Sherry. Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to do it again before three years gets away. That would be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you look after yourself, Sherry. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry. No problem. <laughs> place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details